After a relatively uneventful pregnancy, I had one of the most exciting and one of the most traumatic experiences all within a week. Ooh, let's talk about it. So, I've been uh, on a bit of an emotional roller coaster lately, and I'm not quite off the ride yet. But <laughs> I'd say this is probably <laughs> just the beginning. Yeah, honestly, I guess it's just a sign of things to come if I'm being truthful about it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a, an interesting past few weeks, to be honest with you. I kind of needed to take some time and step back from everything and kind of compose myself because it's, it's just been a lot. Yeah, which is definitely fair enough after the past little while that you've had. I've had a relatively boring pregnancy, so all this excitement out of nowhere was kind of like <laughs> overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. Exactly. It was like overwhelming in one way, in like such a beautiful way, and then in the other way, it was like super traumatic. So it was going through both ends of the spectrum in terms of intensity, right? Right. It was like a literally a pendulum swing or a, the wild roller coaster ride of your dreams. Yeah, no kidding. But it, uh, as many things do, especially now with being pregnant, it, it makes me kind of think back to my whole pregnancy journey thus far. And since I'm officially 22 weeks now as of recording this episode, I thought it might be fun to do a little halfway point catch up with everybody and kind of explain my pregnancy journey thus far. Yeah, I mean, well, we haven't really talked too much about your pregnancy at all so far on the podcast, other than the fact that you are pregnant. Yeah. And <laughs> most of that is, to be fair, because the beginning was pretty easy, but... Yeah, if not outright boring, if uh, if I'm being totally honest. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but I expected a little bit more than what I went through for the first trimester. It was just kind of, like, overly tame. <laughs> right. But of course, I had, you know, COVID to contend with. I mean, we're all still living through this pandemic. It has no sign of slowing down at this point. But being pregnant during a global pandemic is definitely an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, I'd say not ideal. <laughs> no, in a lot of ways. I mean, even right from the beginning. So like at the beginning of this year, Braden and I had decided that we were going to finally start trying for a baby. And we'd both known we'd want to be parents for like ever. <laughs> yeah. We're both very parental in a lot of ways. So we were really excited to like start trying and, you know, begin that next chapter. So um, it was about March and it hadn't happened yet, essentially. So I kind of said to him like, you know, stuff with this pandemic is getting a little bit scary. This is before everyone was locked down. It's like early March, you know, so. Right. So this is literally just at the beginning of it. Yeah, it's like being talked about in the news a lot more often and it's starting to get a bit more severe. Nothing's actually permanently closed down yet. No, no. Like life was essentially still operating like normal. But again, you were seeing it in the news a lot, and you're seeing it hit other countries pretty rapidly. So you're kind of like, 
hmm, this is like not just something that's happening in, you know, Wuhan. It's like <laughs> it's happening all over. So right. I said to Brayden, like, if it doesn't happen for us this month, then maybe we take a little break for a while just because things are getting a little bit scary in the world and it just might not be a great idea to have a baby right now. (laughs) (laughs) As the universe would have it. As in saying natural Cassie fashion. Honestly, like, is there a different time I would have had a baby? I don't think so. (laughs) This is your time right oh it's just wild so uh (laughs) biology had a different plan and it it happened for us and I literally found out that I was pregnant like I had a positive test I would say uh not even a week after they announced the lockdown in Ontario so (laughs) it was like (laughs) no one's allowed to leave your house three days later positive pregnancy test and I'm like oh my god yay (laughs) Yeah. So because we were trying, I wasn't testing early per se, but I was testing and like, you know, so I was aware that I was pregnant really early. Yeah. Yeah. So by like technically five weeks pregnant, I already knew that I was pregnant. So it was like, oh, okay. So now I have this like exciting news. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so thrilled. But A, you should. It's recommended. I don't want to say you shouldn't because it's everyone's choice at the end of the day what you do. But it's recommended that you don't tell anyone other than your partner, of course, before the first trimester is over just because that's considered the most risky time period. So Right. So we didn't. And if anyone listening knows my husband, you know he's horrible with keeping secrets. (laughs) Absolutely horrible. (laughs) Terrible. Not in like a mean way. He just, he cannot hold on to news like that. It just, it, no, it, he gets too excited. He just wants to share it. Exactly. That's a very positive way of spinning it. He gets so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really hard for us to keep it under wraps. And of course, I'm now working from home. So I didn't even have to really worry about, you know, what if I get sick at work or something like that? I was right. at home. So in that so your sense, risk it was options great. options were minimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I expected some symptoms, like something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a little morning sickness, a little uh, 12 a.m. craving for pickles, something. Yeah. Anything that you read about or all the women warn you about. Or you see in the movies, yeah. Yeah, mostly movies. I don't have too many friends who've had babies, but (laughs) overall, and I've never researched it. You know, as much as I love research, it just was never relevant to me. So I didn't know much about pregnancy. I think it always scared us. I think that's probably Mm. why you never researched it. I don't think you wanted to know. (laughs) No, like full disclosure, like pregnancy and childbirth were like two of my biggest fears. Like, yes, it's like spiders, childbirth, pregnancy, like not going to (laughs) lie. It's it's real. I grew up saying things like, oh, (laughs) You know, pregnancy is like so alien-esque, like having this thing grow inside of you. And it's just ironic to me now being here. Like my mindset is obviously (laughs) different. (laughs) Yeah. Changes your perspective a little bit. Yeah, 100%. So I have that that I don't have to like worry about. I don't have those feelings anymore. And if I did, that'd be pretty awkward because it's like too late. (laughs) (laughs) 
you're in it now. Yeah, I'm I'm totally in it now. Um, but the first trimester was super boring. Like I had no morning sickness. I had no cravings. Uh, and is like the was... first trimester supposed to be like really bad for morning sickness? I thought that's when it's supposed to be the worst. It's definitely the most common and the most severe in the first trimester. That's like the hallmark. Like you know when yeah, you're watching. That's how like, you movies? know you're pregnant normally, right? Yeah, every time you watch a movie and a girl like sleeps with a guy and then she starts puking, you're like, oh my god, she's Uh-oh. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's like what the movies <laughs> tell you and TV is like, yeah, that's how you know you're pregnant. Um, but it wasn't like that for me at all. I was really tired, so working from home was convenient because I just took naps on my lunch break. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, in all fairness, I may have done that anyway. I was just going to say, you know what I mean? Like, you wonder, too, if COVID played any part of that, too, because I feel like most of the country slash the world was taking extra naps and being very lethargic during the beginning of the pandemic, right? Yeah, there was like a lot of people just taking like, I mean, they were technically depression naps, right? Your, yeah. your brain is so exhausted from all the trauma and the news and everything. Yeah, you're you emotionally drained. For sure. So uh, other than the like excessive tiredness, I really didn't have much going on. And although I'm petite, it was way too early to start showing and there yeah. was no one around to show to anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really tame first trimester. But right. Not what you would have pictured for your first pregnancy or? Uh, no, but like it's funny because I was not disappointed, but I was surprised I had no symptoms. But pleasantly the- surprised? Yeah, like I it's funny. It's almost like I never thought of my body as built for childhood or childbirth. Do you know what I mean? Like childbearing. Right. <laughs> but is the here word. we are. <laughs> <laughs> not built for childhood. My body was not built necessarily for childbearing, but it's like I seem to adapt to being pregnant like really easily. So Right. <laughs> it's like I know some women have a really hard time with it, you know, like it's really hard on their bodies. But I mean, you're still pretty early in. It could get really hard on you soon once you're a bit bigger. Yeah, I mean, thanks for that. But (laughs) I mean, you're still pretty, you're pretty big right now. But I think like once you're a bit bigger, it's going to be weighing on your back more. It's going to be harder to walk around. Oh, I'm excited to see the waddle. I actually (laughs) do already have this really weird little waddle going on. So like that's happening and I'm not large enough probably to warrant the waddle, but like I do, I see it because I can see in my back door when I'm like walking up to it, I'm like tilting back and forth. It's like oh, so that's weird. so funny. It makes me <laughs> yeah. think of, and this is also a side note and a pleasant little visual for all of our audience. I have this like baby gate in my bathroom door <laughs> so that the dogs can't get in there. And Cassie now, she's too pregnant that she can't really get over it. And the last time she was here, she struggled so much trying to get herself (laughs) over that gate. I was like, oh, no, no, no. We are going to have to take this gate down the next time you're over because this will not work. 
And when a pregnant woman has to pee, man, she has to pee. <laughs> oh, so badly. But the best part was Dallas, your dog, just staring at me, trying to climb over. Like, what yeah, is like, what wrong with you? What are you doing? <laughs> Auntie's crazy. Why is she, so like, leaning funny. on the bed, propping herself up to get over a small little gate? Yeah, and it's only going to get more funny yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost become like a point of like approving myself that like I can get over it. I don't need you right. to take it down. But that's so I dumb. know you're like, like, no, 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 it's fine. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> this has got to come down. <laughs> yeah, being a little too uh, independent, I guess. Yeah. Right? It's like get over yourself. You're pregnant. So <laughs> deal with it. <sighs> yeah. But the first trimester passes without any major scares, um, although I did have to try and find an OB randomly during COVID, and I was so lucky to find one via email who was willing to take me on because I didn't have a, a GP to refer yeah, me. also a weird experience if you think about it. Yeah, totally. But um, I guess all things for a reason to be totally cliche about it. And I ended up finding a great OB. So I didn't even really have that to worry about. It was like an hour I was worried. And then I got a call back and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God you got a call back within an hour. I can only imagine if you had to wait like the standard Ugh. 24 hours, let alone like a week. Oh, you know me. Like, I would have oh. just kept on calling to whoever. It was like whoever everybody. You calls been me calling first. Everybody and anybody. Yeah. <laughs> whoever calls me back first is going to be my doctor. So <laughs> yeah. that's how we're playing it this time. But <laughs> after the first trimester, very uneventful, it's finally time to, like, tell our family. And Brayden is bursting at the seams, like, to tell people. Brayden has already told people. Yeah, he did, actually. In fact, yeah. he like preemptively told you in a way like at yeah. six weeks we were like super, yeah I will super definitely new. say that was him who uh gave that one away Braden definitely was the one who spilled the beans and again it's because uh a, a mix of he couldn't help himself but tell people and he didn't want you to think he was just being overly cautious like we said last episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so you knew at six weeks and then you have to keep a secret for six weeks because it's like don't tell anybody because we weren't supposed yeah, to yeah and that's really difficult for me to do as well yeah you're not good with it either <laughs> no I was like so and then as soon as you told all the family too I was like okay so I can tell my people now that means I can like say things as well <laughs> like I know you were so funny you were like oh I was out with my friends and like they were asking when you guys are getting ready to have a baby and I wanted to spill and I know I had to be like oh they're gonna try soon I'm pretty sure you know how they are they like to plan things <laughs> it's coming don't worry yeah <laughs> yeah so now we're like ready to tell and originally what we had wanted um, was to have like a small barbecue with our parents and siblings to tell everybody all at once in person but due to covid and it just not it just didn't work out right yeah so we weren't able to yeah it got so complicated so we weren't able to do it that way sadly so we had to pivot and be a little bit more creative so i made this big foam board sign covered Which it is in glitter. really cute with all your glitter probably still <laughs> yeah. have glitter all over your house Oh, I totally still have glitter all over the house. <laughs> like, you never get rid of it. No. You unleash the beast. 
No, that's it. We'll forever have glitter, like, at least stuck in the middle of the floor. But so I made my sign and I told uh, our family, you know, I was going to be in town. I didn't even say why. I was just like, I'm just going to be in town. Is it okay if I drive by and, like, we can chat outside? Because Which is no one so was allowed not to, like, you to do. No, it's not. And I'm like never in St. Catharines. I have no reason to be there. No, so everybody's like, what the heck is up? I would be so suspicious. Right? But nobody called me on it. They're just like, sure, come on by, right? Like hang out in my driveway. (laughs) Do you know what? I think that was probably COVID playing in your favor too because people were probably just excited to see people. Yeah. And not questioning it. They're just thinking like, oh, everybody misses each other more than usual because of COVID, right? So. Yeah, come into my driveway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why not? Let's chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did for, you know, um, auntie and uncle, granny and granda, and for Nick and mom. I went and stood in their driveways and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. I'm like, oh, I have this like art project I've worked on. I want to show you and I want to get your opinion so on it. It is so weird, but I didn't know how to segue into whipping out a giant foam board. So my I'm like, art project, like you're yeah. six or something. <laughs> They're like, "Ooh, girl, quarantines made you go crazy." Yeah, like, "Ooh, wow, quarantine hit you hard." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Show me your arts and crafts. I'd love to. Um. So then, yeah, I whipped out the sign. It just said, "We're having a baby." due December 14 with the little ultrasound pictures on it so I mean I got to see some people's reaction in person which was what I really wanted right Um, which is why you went through the whole ordeal mm -hmm. but it just uh, not that it was bad it was great and it was beautiful no it's just a lot to drag your butt all around St. Catharines and you know yeah that everybody you know it's a lot it was emotionally draining like literally the day after Brayden and I just didn't do anything we just vegged out because it was like a lot you know it's exciting and it was just a lot so now everybody knows and they ask you a million questions right like how have you been Mm -hmm. feeling how has it been and it's like it's been pretty boring (laughs) yeah nothing's happening you know but it was nice to be able to finally tell people that we were expecting. So that was definitely a highlight. But Right. And after you told everybody that you were expecting, what was your favorite piece of advice that you've gotten from people and your least favorite a piece of unsolicited advice you've gotten Ooh. from people? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, my least favorite piece of advice thus far, I just received it yesterday, was, <laughs> you know what it is. I know, I that's why I'm laughing. I can't help it. <laughs> my least favorite piece of advice was steal the bed pads from the hospital because you're going to need them. Yeah, um, I won't make you disclose the sources, but I do want to no. know the advice. <laughs> I'm like too embarrassed to even admit who they are, but that was real advice from yeah. someone who should not be saying that to anybody. Real so. cringy advice. Please don't steal uh, equipment from hospitals. They no. need their stuff. Exactly. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> you just like... I can oh. a- you can afford to buy your own pads oh, or whatever like, it may be it was literally like a bed pad for like accidents and stuff like that and yeah. she's like make sure you steal as many as you can 
they just leave them on the carts outside the room. I'm like, first of all, this isn't a hotel with like, no. you know, the housekeeper leaves <laughs> carts just go of pick supplies. Up the shampoos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and furthermore, I was a housekeeper. I hated when people did that. I hated right. it so much. Like at least right? ask me before you take yeah. stuff off my cart. Yeah. I would actually leave like little bells on my cart and stuff so I could hear when people were like messing Come with running my out stuff. To the hall. I would. I'd pop my head out and be like, hi, can I help you? <laughs> like you don't would. steal my supplies. I'm super yeah. weird about that. I would never steal from a, a hospital. Like I'm not actually going to follow that advice. That's why that's No, bad I advice. know you wouldn't. I know that's no. why it's the worst piece, but that's just yeah. so funny. And then the best piece of advice I've received, and it's come from a few people actually, is um, at the end of the day, it's your baby and you and Brayden will make the decisions and you'll know what's best. So just like trust your instincts, right? People figure it out. So I know that's pretty boring, good advice, but yeah, I think that's generic, but definitely the best advice because I think every parent kind of needs to remember that when they're going through the whole beginning stages of being a new parent because there's so many questions and I feel like so much self-doubt that comes with it, but you have to know that you know what's best for your child at the end of the day and you're going to do right by them and there is no right answer. Totally, you know, and people always are coming from a good place and it's almost like the same thing like when you get married, right? Like everybody gives you this advice and they mean well by it, but sometimes you think to yourself like, A, you know, are you necessarily the person I want to be taking advice from? And B, whenever you experienced this, it was however long ago. ago. So yeah, things have changed. You know, the person who told me to steal pads from the hospital, she's like, they're the best pads ever. You haven't had a baby in 25 years. So yeah, who knows if these pads are even still in the hospitals? Like, Or what what's on the market for mothers these days <laughs> <Yeah>. for purchasing? <laughs> you know, so it's like things have changed, you know, yeah. it's just anyway. So that would probably Funny. be. <laughs> yeah. That would be the best and the worst I've received. I know there's no like real good nugget there for the good advice, but I think that's it's true. It's true, at least. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, another piece of good advice, though, cheeky advice. uh, I call her Auntie Debbie. She's a lady I work with. um, She's just a sweetheart. So I call her Auntie Debbie. And when she found out I was pregnant, she was so excited. She sent me Mm -hmm. an email and she said, uh, you make sure you take advantage of this and you tell Brayden he has to treat you extra nice. And anytime he's stepping out of line, you just start crying and blame hormones. (laughs) (laughs) The pregnancy card. Okay, that's another question. What's the best use of your pregnancy card so far? I think because I've been fiery more than I've been sad, I guess, during my pregnancy. Like, Well, even like for being late or getting out of things or anything. I think Brayden has used it as a card more than I ever have. <laughs> Honestly. Well, you like, said that he was getting more the pregnancy symptoms than you anyway. He totally was. Like... more emotionally volatile they say it's a real thing though like sympathy like uh, hormones or whatever even sympathy symptoms yeah like yeah i swear but like don't you have to be having the symptoms for him to have them too ideally yeah that's (laughs) how that worked (laughs) rather than him just being like super sensitive about stuff or whatever the case is right right but um i mean i guess the best pregnancy card I've used is like 
I validate eating cookies a lot more. So, <laughs> like, I was eating super, you gotta super have your well. sweets in the house again. Yeah, Boom. I was eating really well during, like, the first trimester. And then after I realized, like, baby was developing, like, okay, was like, now it's time for the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I not overdoing it. I know baby wants, and baby wants cookies. Yeah, mm, I, think, I think they're telling me they want some cookies. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, I haven't really needed to right a covid is still happening so it's not like i need to like get out of a party or show a plate to work and be like oh i was so like pregnant i couldn't take this morning (laughs) and i've also told everyone i had no symptoms so it's like what do you do when you need to all of a sudden you're just like oh yeah the pregnancy oh just came out of nowhere it's like (laughs) but fast forward and like you know the first uh i guess i'm almost halfway through the second trimester now um yeah so then so crazy it is crazy it's exciting being Mm -hmm. past the halfway mark um but yeah the next big thing after telling everybody was finding out the sex of the baby because we decided that's what we wanted to do right so yeah that went a little different than planned as well and like Sadly, with COVID, I've had to go to all of these appointments alone because Brayden is not allowed in any of the clinics with me because of COVID. Right. So such a drag, honestly. It's hard. I feel for you guys. I do. It's, um, you know, I can't complain about a lot of things with this pregnancy, but that's probably the number one complaint. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have a partner who wants to be involved. Right. And wants to be there and feels left out of the experience when he's not well I think it's just such a shame too because like you know the fathers like for them I feel like it's real when they see those things you know what I mean they see the heartbeat they see the baby on the screen they hear Mm -hmm. it in like person like I think that's when it clicks like oh 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 there's really like a little human in there you know it connects you to what's going on a lot more it did for me too and I'm growing the baby you know well you gotta feel the kicks and everything like that now too right where like he doesn't even get well I guess he gets to feel them through you and stuff too the timing is it's hard to get the timing down because the baby's not kicking often enough or long enough for me to be like oh give me your hand and you can feel it so it'll be a little while maybe before he gets to experience that full on but it's funny, like, side note, he said to me, like, two weeks ago, we were talking about, uh, like, jealousy and stuff like that. Like, you know, he's worried anyone else will have a closer relationship with the baby, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I think is so funny. Um, and uh, he said, you know, like, I even almost wish that I could be the pregnant one. Like, you get to have this experience I'll never have where, like, you feel the baby kicking and and growing inside of you and that's a bond and even the feeding you know like when you get to nurse yeah. the baby like that's something I won't get to experience at the same like magnitude Level. as you yeah yeah so I'm like oh so you wish you were like a male seahorse and like you could be the pregnant one <laughs> I wish that too man I wish that yeah. too I, that's what <laughs> I know? used to say do you remember yeah. when I was all like anti-pregnancy what you wish for yeah, yeah. I used to be like, I wish I was a seahorse so I didn't have to be the one to carry the baby. <laughs> That's yeah, what I used real. to say. 
Um, but yeah, so like he feels left out of that part and rightfully so because he totally is. And it's obnoxious right. that people can go to malls and bars and restaurants, but my husband can't come to ultrasound appointments with me still. Yeah. So yeah, there There's you have some it. some things I just don't understand. No, economy over mental health as always, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's just how that goes. That's it's my little political rant. Turns. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's as far as I'll take that. But so I've been doing all these ultrasounds alone. So for the sex reveal, we decided we were going to have because like Ontario was told like you're allowed to have outdoor parties of like 100 or 200 or something crazy like that. We hit stage three just before I was able to go for the anatomy scan, which is where you can find out the sex of the baby. So we were going to have again like family like we had what maybe two or three friends over and everyone else was like parents and siblings yeah so it was just close um but anyway we decided we were going to have a surprise reveal so what I wanted was to have the technician write down on a card for me the sex of the baby we were going to bring that to a florist and have them create an arrangement for us based on the sex of the baby and reveal it to everybody, including ourselves, all at once at the party. Right. Which was super cute in theory. <laughs> so it is. And they, it was cute still. Like the reveal idea is still a really cute idea. I like that you did the flower arrangement and revealed that instead of doing some like balloon pop or something. Yeah. yeah. Smoke and stuff like that. That's just not yeah. my thing. And I hate confetti because I wanted, we had to do the party outside. It's like, what am I going to have all this confetti in the grass? All over the grass, yeah. 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 (laughs) So anyways, I I show up for my appointment and I have this little like card I want her to write the sex on. So I just ask her before we get started. I'm like, so um, I've got this little card and if you could write down the sex of the baby for me. So, you know i could reveal it with my husband later that would be great she says no i'm sorry i can't (laughs) like i don't understand this like this is what i don't understand how come she wasn't able to do it because everybody else that i know who has had a baby has had that done no problem she said she wasn't legally allowed to tell me by writing it down that the physical act of writing down the sex on any paper would be considered like essentially like a medical document and she's not a doctor says or who? licensed says whatever kind of place she got her license from so whatever her credentials are they don't allow her to actually write it down she can verbalize it to me but as soon as she writes it down on paper she said it technically forms like a report and she just can't do that she could tell any anybody verbally but she can't write it down. So, uh, again, I looked into it more after the fact. And I guess the rules vary depending on which clinic you go to. So maybe if your sonographer has different credentials or something, maybe they would be able to, like, write it down for you. Right. Um, but at this particular ultrasound clinic I was at, that was just not permitted, right? That's and so crazy. Yeah, so I was so totally rude. thrown for a loop. Like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, like, caught off guard. You were expecting, la-di-da, walk in, get your card written down, walk out, you know, 
what's in this card secrecy feeling like you know surprise you know keep it all cute and secret and stuff but no it's not like that at all different kind of surprise yeah like not a cute one at all so she can obviously see that i'm like having like a bit of a panic here but she's got to get the appointment going so she says you know what how about we get started And you can decide during if you'd rather wait for the medical report from your doctor, which they'll get in like a couple days, or if you want to FaceTime your husband, we could tell him at the same time. Like I could tell you both over like the phone. Right. And which, you know, I I think it's so awful that she even suggested that. Like, do you? I I thought that was at least like not a compromise but it was an alternative right like how about you let my husband come in here and let him hear it you know what I mean like no I totally agree I just think like if you weren't gonna give the information the way that like you were expecting to receive it that she shouldn't have offered this like impersonal janky kind of (laughs) thing you know what I mean like that's catching you both off guard like that's just so weird to me well I think she did because I started freaking out saying like it was Thursday of the week and that Saturday we were supposed to have the party so I didn't actually have time to wait for the report to get to my doctor for her to write it down did you end up getting the report after the party I did I did electronically like through this program thing that I purchased right but my doctor would have received it ahead of me right so the doctor may have received it but again I don't know like how to coordinate with her for that it was just there wasn't enough time to sort all this out yeah too many variables right so I was like I have like you know (laughs) And you feel so like dumb and millennial when you say things like that. You're like, I have a sex reveal party scheduled for Saturday. I can't really wait. And it's like, oh, I, th- I hate to be that girl, but like I'm that girl right now. So yeah. that's why I can't deal with waiting for the doctor report. So I think that's why she suggested doing it over the phone. Right. So and a backstory again, like for the thousandth time, Braden wanted to find out anyway. So it was again secrets not good so he was like dying to find out and he actually wanted to find out just the two of us before everyone else so that we could have a moment together so I knew he wasn't going to be disappointed I was disappointed that's that's how that went right so I call him after she does the first half of her (laughs) whatever ultrasound the anatomy scan And she says, well, if you want to, like, know the sex now and you want to call your husband, like, now would be the time to do it. So I call him and I explain it to him and he's super thrilled. Like, he's really happy. Yeah, obviously he's excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, absolutely. What do I have to do? And we don't have iPhones. (laughs) What do I have to do? So it's not like Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to call you on video chat through Facebook. Just like go to your car or somewhere private, right? Because he works in a noisy like shop. So right. like, just go to your car or somewhere like, you know, where you can be alone. Because uh, also it's going to be like me laying on an ultrasound bed and then like flipping the phone to the screen. <laughs> like it yeah. was weird. 
who knows so, what's going to be seen. <laughs> yeah, it just you don't want anyone walking it. It's a private thing, right? Like if yeah. we're going to do this, it's going to be you, me, and the sonographer. And like that's what it's going to be. Right. So we get him on and the whole time uh, the technician kept saying that the baby was like moving around a lot and kind of being uncooperative <laughs> like rude yeah well just she couldn't get the photos or the images that she needed for this particular right. ultrasound right so she just kept saying like wow baby's like really wiggly like you sure you just had water today and i'm like yeah just flavored water, just had water. Like, <laughs> yeah it's like you didn't eat a whole bag of cookies before you came here i'm like no like scouts honor cookies from last night i don't know <laughs> like no just water i swear just flavored water so the baby had been uncooperative for the most part for the majority of this ultrasound and then as soon as i had Braden on the phone and video chats like ready to go and he's obviously on speakerphone i turned the camera so that he could see the screen so i can't even see his reaction which really sucks you know like i have Why no idea what his face looked like camera Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. So you could be looking at the screen and you actually like turned it. You, you yeah, don't. I kept Oh, my the, gosh. Oh, Pregnancy my God. brain for sure. Oh I my can't God. believe you did that. How come no one has called me out on this? I've told this story like a bunch of times. That's so funny. I had oh it on selfie God. mode the whole time and I you couldn't dope. see Brayden's face. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> So somebody answers that I couldn't see his face. It's like, what do you mean you couldn't see his face? <laughs> <laughs> turn the camera. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh Don't turn God. your phone. What are you, 50? Like, oh my Honestly, goodness, Honestly, first time using video chat? Like, <laughs> actually, you it knew? was. I've literally never used video <laughs> chat before. So, yeah, oh I'm going to just goodness. plead novice and like that's why it went so bad but like oh my god yeah that's so dumb shameful (laughs) for shame aging yourself oh my god i think i'm just yeah that's embarrassing well okay we'll blame it on the pregnancy brain it's okay it's okay pregnancy brain first time and being like totally like shooketh that this was what was happening so i was mad shooketh i was like totally not okay like in so many ways right so funny though (laughs) yeah so funny (laughs) yeah idiot okay so well that's what happened anyways so i couldn't see his face so i had like the the phone like turned to the screen which is like perpendicular to me so the sonographer saw his reaction (laughs) i didn't get to see i had to like keep flipping the phone back to me after and but i also didn't want to move it because i didn't want him to miss out on like the seeing the baby move right oh my god i'm so dumb so dumb i told you this too i can't believe you i i don't think you didn't tell me that like you didn't see his face though or i just was not paying attention to that part i don't know how i missed that it was so funny okay so that's what happened (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so embarrassing so anyway (laughs) i don't even know how to like continue with the story now i'm like so thrown off oh my god so embarrassed (laughs) I'm just like I've got the dumbest smile on my face right now like you know when you just like feel like such an ass I'm like I feel like such an ass yeah like the hurtful smile it's like painful (laughs) 
It's so funny to me, though, because, like, you told him to go to his car, so it would be, like, a nice, intimate moment for you guys. And then you turn the screen and give the moment to the sonographer. (laughs) Get ready for your close-up, lady. You're about to meet my husband. Oh, my gosh. She had no idea what she was saying when she said you could do a video call. No, she's (laughs) like, what is this? You're the worst millennial I've ever met in my whole life. You literally don't so know funny. what you're doing. Oh, my God. That's hilarious and horrible all at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, I couldn't see his face, but I did a pretty good job of angling the phone so that like he could get a good view of the screen. Right. But as soon as his voice came through the speaker, you saw the little baby literally like turn and face head on like face forward and just sit there and like stare for like a couple seconds and (laughs) it was like oh it chokes me up like thinking about it the baby just turned and looked right at us as soon as they heard Brayden's voice and it was like such a beautiful moment Moment. and as soon as you're like feeling like the wave of like oh my god this is our baby the baby like turns its back wiggles its bum and like completely like moons and shuns us that's (laughs) so funny oh my gosh definitely your child oh my god it was so adorable and so beautiful and like just just the quickest moment of like oh my god that was the baby's face like they were looking right at us you know it was incredible so then after that Braden's just like in awe that he can see all the movement right like the wiggling of the bum and and all of that stuff right it's so incredible so the sonographer is going through and they're like okay so this is like baby's head and this is baby's arms and these are baby's feet and then she takes another angle and she's like so again I'm so stupid like in the moment I don't realize like what she's actually showing me right but right. she's like and this is looking like underneath the baby and I was like oh so that's like baby's little bum and then the legs from the bottom up and she's like yeah and this is like the reveal moment right 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 <laughs> like, all There's I can nothing think else of there. is oh my god baby's bum is so cute <laughs> <laughs> And um, she says, well, there's not a whole lot going on between baby's legs. So I'm pretty confident in saying that you're having a little girl. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hello. (laughs) Um, Do you see how there's like not a little boy part there? (laughs) Nothing there. It's a little girl. Yeah. So... So yeah, that's the that's the reveal. We're having a little baby girl. So Brayden was doubly excited because he wanted a daughter and he wanted to find out early. So he actually got his wish both times. <laughs> right. And did you like get excited on camera or did you just say like, oh, that's so great. And then like you hung up and then you called him after you got out of the office and then you got excited or both. how did that work? No, I didn't end the call right away. I... Well, both of us were kind of just in awe and you want to soak in like every minute that you can. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as soon as the text said we were having a little girl, it was kind of like, oh, my God. And then I turned the phone away from the screen. 
have a mask on too so it's like just my eyes you yeah. know and I'm like oh my god we're having a little girl and he's just like smiling ear to ear right and right. I could tell he was like holding so back yeah but so so excited yeah so I was like okay so I, sh- I showed him the screen <laughs> again for a little bit longer and then I was like okay love like I'm just gonna call you in the car like after I'm done so I got to have like a real good moment with him like with tears and no mask and all that stuff like in, yeah. the, in the car but then also there's like just people looking at me crying in my car to my phone so that's cute (laughs) what the heck is wrong with that girl yeah like oh geez nothing's wrong i'm having a girl (laughs) they're happy tears yeah i promise everything's great obviously our reveal party was happening in like two days but he ran all over the shop and just told anyone who would listen that we were having a little girl (laughs) because he's so so excited yeah so that was awesome and then the party went super well i thought it was really cute all my crafts turned out really good (laughs) you did a really good job on the table and everything it looked really well good very very cute yeah everybody was very impressed by your fake flowers i know everyone's like oh this arrangement is so beautiful i'm like it's from the dollar store i cut it up and threw it in a vase with some like jewels at the bottom like (laughs) so thank you (laughs) it cost me five dollars thanks i arranged it myself (laughs) but party went awesome everyone was really excited that we were having a little girl grandmas were really excited that they're having a granddaughter granddaughter yeah overly excited in in a good way but like extremely happy so so funny that was the 25th of july was the date of the party so that's saturday so i'm like riding that high and that like super excitement and i guess i can say before i get into the next part (laughs) that we had already actually picked out names for the baby, whether they were going to be a boy or a girl. But mm-hmm. since we're having a little girl, her name is going to be Amara. So Amara. Amara. No, no, no. <laughs> Continue it, though. Say the full name. It's beautiful. So she'll be Amara Madison. Madison, obviously the middle name. <laughs> so pretty. Yeah. Amara means eternal. Um, it's just a beautiful, strong name, easy to spell. So yeah, I know it's a beautiful name. It makes me think of a Disney princess, doesn't it? It just has it that does. like ring to it. It's just yeah. it sounds like regal but strong, but also feminine, and it's like yeah, I just I love the name. Yeah, <laughs> princess esque. It's got the potential, right? So. Yeah, definitely has a lot of potential in that name. So it's like super exciting to be able to not only know the sex of your baby and to finally give them their name. Yeah, start calling her by her name instead of calling her baby or girl or it or whatever. It, yeah, or they or whatever. That was bad. I know. I It's horrible, but like I didn't know what else to call a baby before we knew the gender. So I was calling a baby it. I did too. Like, Sometimes. Stop calling the baby it. It is a baby. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, okay. 
baby. <laughs> sometimes saying the baby all the time gets to be like repetitive though, or just a mouthful, yeah, a right? Mouthful. So it would just happen. Yeah. Like I did the same thing. So I never found it offensive necessarily, but I was happy to be able to put that to bed and like not say it anymore. So, right. yeah, so that's Saturday and everything is like super exciting and I'm feeling really good and I'm like nice and big and fat now. So I'm like yeah, really you're happy. Yeah, looking real cute at the baby shower. Yeah, thanks to you you're lending me good. that dress. Like Welcome very nice. You're back. <laughs> Always. Yeah. So things are like going relatively well and then you know the week starts and everything's normal and then on that wednesday <laughs> so I, crazy. I know this is like where the story goes from like oh baby story to like this is the traumatic part it wasn't purely clickbait in the intro there really was like a dramatic event that happens like right after so it's wednesday and i've been putting off going to the bank to deal with some just like crap forever right and I don't know why I just randomly decide on Wednesday like today's the day I'm gonna go to the bank and deal with it and just get it right. off my plate right so I see I look up the bank and it's not a bank I normally do like I only have a credit card with them so like it's not normal banking I go and do there so I look it up, I see it's just down the street at this little plaza around the corner and I'm like, oh awesome, like I know where that is. So this should be quick. I'm gonna do it on my lunch break. Right. So <laughs> it's so dumb. Nice and quick. Yeah, nice and quick. I actually told Odin, our dog, before I left, I'm like, okay, they'll be back soon. Like, don't get too upset. <laughs> oh poor Odin. <laughs> you know, we can't stand being away from his people. So anyway. I lied to the dog. <laughs> uh, I go to the bank and it's a busy plaza. You know, there's an LCBO there. There's a Sobeys. There's a Tim Hortons. There's a big name bank. Um, so it's like it's popping, you know. Right. It's two o'clock. Uh, it's a sunny day. <laughs> it's, it's busy there. Um, and I s decided to myself because it's a busy parking lot. I don't want to park in front of the bank because I didn't want to reverse out of the spot because people just come around the corner all the time. So I was like, well, there's like a couple spots like in the first row just outside the bank. So that's where I'm going to park. So I see a spot like almost right at the front, right beside a red car. So I pull in, turn the car off. I'm like, take my seatbelt off. And I go to put my mask on, which delays me, obviously, right? Because it takes time to put your mask on. Then I've mm -hmm. got long hair, so I'm, like, fixing my hair, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making sure it all looks cute, even though you can only cute see half my face. Cute as you can with a mask. Yeah, right? of course. So I finally get the mask on, and I'm literally reaching for my purse so I can get out of the car and go into the bank when I hear, like, the squealing of tires, like, really loud. And Which I looked is strange up. to hear in a parking lot. Yeah. Like, and it was loud, you know, like super, mm -hmm. super. I actually thought it was like somebody who was like being an asshole and like trying to show off with their car and like squeal around because the corner was right there. Right. Or somebody who was like really having a bad day and was like driving erratically, maybe even on drugs or something. But. I hear this squealing. So I look up and I see this red van that's reversing at incredibly high speed. 
and it like turns slightly um so i can actually see it go from reverse to like turning its vehicle to face me and at the time i didn't realize it because i'm sitting in my car still but the driver had actually driven up over the sidewalk smashed into the corner of the bank and pushed a giant concrete flower planter back 15 feet so absolutely insane incredibly insane and that's just to give you perspective on how fast and erratic they were driving they reverse at these high speeds smash into the bank which i don't realize at first and i'm just thinking to myself oh my god this person is insane and then i realize their car is actually now facing me right because of the way that they turned into the bank and then i see it drive directly at, at you. our cars that's so, so crazy I started screaming in the car, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And the the driver just drives right into the red car I was parked beside, hits them in the rear passenger side, which then knocks into my car and pushes both of our cars like two feet out. So I start so screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like screaming. And it looks like the driver is trying to like drive away at first. So I hop out of the car full of adrenaline and I'm shouting like, don't go anywhere. Like, what are you doing? And then right. I realized their car is like decimated. <laughs> There's, they're not going anywhere. There's no way they can go anywhere. Yeah. No, the whole front of their car is completely smashed, and there's actually tons of liquid like pouring out the the front passenger side. So right. scary. Yeah. Again, this is a very busy plaza, so people are starting to like run up. I see people like recording on their phone, so I'm just like overwhelmed. There's like too much stimulation going on, right? Right. And everyone starts yelling at the lady, like, "Turn off the car! Get out of the car! Turn off the car! Get out of the car!" Because everyone sees the liquid and immediately you just think it's gonna explode <laughs> right or something right? not good yeah yeah it ended up just being like some kind of washer fluid or, or coolant or something like that but mm -hmm. it was just gushing out the front of the car so like that adds to the drama of it all and the right stress. yeah yeah so i see it's this incredibly old lady who hops out and she's actually super irritable <laughs> like she's not apologetic or concerned about anyone that she just hit She's just like <laughs> mad that everyone's causing a fuss Making about a it, fuss, right? Right. So then, like, the reality of things not even sink in, but the, it, like, m I start having a full on panic attack because all I can think now is I was hit and I'm pregnant. <laughs> right, right. You know? And again, there's so much happening around you. Like, yeah, that's like perfect setting for a panic attack so then a lady is like did anyone call the police and everyone says no so she calls the police they showed up incredibly fast but as all of this is happening like i started having like a full-blown panic attack and i haven't experienced anything like this since i was like a teenager like i couldn't see straight i was hyperventilating right. i was crying and i still had my mask on so i couldn't breathe properly right. getting lightheaded yeah, yeah. And I don't, like, to me, I look big, right? Because I know right. my body. To right. anyone else to looking at else me. Who, yeah, it could be pregnant or you could be just. Uh, it could be quarantine 15. Like, yeah. you know, who knows? So a lady comes up to me and she says, are you hurt? 
And I said, no, I don't think so, but I'm pregnant. And she says, okay, well, come and sit with me in the shade. It's really hot. And, you know, I'll stand six feet away from you, but you should take your mask off so you can get some deep breaths. So thankful for good people. Oh, honestly, I had a lot of good people that day. Other than the woman who hit me, everybody was super nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I go and I compose myself enough so that I can speak to the police when they arrive. The officer who dealt with me was incredibly kind and patient and was really just, you know, helping me through everything. So right. I have to give credit where credit's due. I mean, the, the officer that day was just, like, amazing. Um, yeah. And, like, there was a few things that saved me, like, flat out. Um, my car was off. I wasn't directly hit. I, so it was, like, secondhand impact because she actually hit the red car, which knocked into mine. Right. Um, and honest to God, the mask saved my life. If yeah. I wasn't putting it on, I would have already been out of the vehicle. And there's a really good chance that that lady would have actually just hit. hit me. Yeah. So, so crazy to think about like I ugh, when you told me honestly like I actually like cried because I was so scared and just like just the thought of it is just so terrifying and it's just yeah. one split second or a couple seconds could have made all the difference and it's just like ugh. honestly Whew. like it, it almost seems ironic you know like oh I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it was so scary like mm-hmm. I know it I don't know if it, I'm conveying like how intense it was just by retelling the story, but watching that car drive at me after I just watched it like drive into the bank like that, like I can't explain the fear of like thinking yeah. like, oh my God, she's like and there's nowhere coming you can right go. at me. Yeah. No, I can't go anywhere. I'm in my car and it's off. And it's right? off. Yeah. I and can't parked. even drive away. Yeah. So... Anyway, the police officer, you know, encourages me to call Brayden because I was just a mess. Like, I took one weird photo of the other lady's car, but I didn't do anything else. Like, Right, you weren't thinking properly. No, yeah. all I could think about was, oh my God, my I baby. hope Amara's okay. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm pregnant. Like, just freaking out, right? So the officer said, how about you go with the paramedics to the hospital just to get checked out? You know, if you were my daughter, I'd want you to go just to make sure everything's okay. And then we'll deal with the car and you can meet up with us after you've been to the hospital. So I was like, okay. So I went to the hospital and I had an ultrasound done and, you know, they found her heartbeat and everything looked okay. So things Mm -hmm. were good. Brayden rushed home from work. God bless his soul. Getting a call like that at work. Yeah. Yeah. How horrible, right? So he came to pick me up from the hospital and I was never so relieved to like see him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's been a few like really dramatic moments in our lives together, you know, and just like him being there was finally like, I'm safe, you know? Yeah. I can breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like Mm -hmm. way better, but Then we went to go pick up the car, and that's when the cop tells us the extent of the damage. That's when we learned about her driving into the bank and everything. Um, Found out she was a 91-year-old woman 
who had her husband in the passenger seat. She claims her brakes weren't working, but she wasn't hitting the brakes. She was slamming on the gas. Right. And slamming on reverse. So Yeah, putting it from reverse to drive to drive into my car or the car beside mine rather. So mm-hmm. um unfortunately because this all happened in private property, they weren't able to charge her. They were only able to send her license for review. So Which is so crazy. Yeah, so if you ever want to commit a crime, do it in a parking lot. Do it in lot. a parking lot, yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to drive into your ex-boyfriend's car, go do Slash it in the parking lot. Slash his tires, break his windshield, go yeah. do it in the parking lot. They got to prove You'll it first. You'll get in trouble with insurance <laughs> if they catch you, but A, they got to catch you, and B, even if they do, the cops can't charge you. So yeah. <laughs> there's a little criminal tip for you. But <laughs> overall, like I know that's a really weird way to end an episode but it really just wraps up with like me feeling a little extra paranoid and probably being hypersensitive to any and everything that has to do with Amara but she is totally fine um I went for an OB appointment today just like a normal one and everything from the hospital checked out my blood pressure is good her heart rate is good my weight gain is good everybody's everything is fine everybody's yeah. happy now well the nursery yeah is getting painted the That's nurseries happy. getting painted you know I mean? that is super you don't happy paint a nursery and do a mural unless you're happy come on well all credit for that goes to Braden, who Brayden, i had no idea was sure. so artistic i was like wow it was okay. your vision but he definitely executed it oh my god did he ever execute it it looks so cute so you know yeah, we have he did a really good job a lot of good things to focus on and my priority is really just not stressing Focusing on the good things yeah yeah and being positive right i have a happy wiggly healthy baby so i've just gotta put my own mental stuff to the side which is easier said than done i think for mm-hmm. anybody but yeah stress is no good for you or baby so no it's not it's better just so. to focus on the positive and the good things that are happening in the future and like you yeah. said everybody's healthy and that's what really matters yeah like next big thing is the baby shower coming up in september so mm-hmm. like there's definitely more to look forward to right so yeah lots of good things to come yeah so considering it was like i said so uneventful for the first little while i certainly had an action-packed week that to make up for it yeah i'd say (laughs) yeah (laughs) like threw everything else out of whack you know i just didn't want to do anything afterwards so it's been a little while of recovery since then but you know i'm in a better place yeah i think it's fair you know it's just trying to manage the stress and the paranoia and all that good stuff but yeah Looking forward to the nursery being done, the baby shower coming up, super cute, mm-hmm. and all that good things. stuff. Yeah. But on that note, on the good stuff note, I think <laughs> we should end probably here. Yeah, tie it up in a little pink bow, if you will. Yeah. But if you're looking for more, you can always follow us on our social medias. We are on Facebook at The Random Sisters Podcast. Or you can find us on Instagram, which, if you ask me, is a little more interesting than Facebook sometimes. (laughs) We're working on the Facebook. I mean, you could choose whichever one you like the best, but we are on Instagram too. 
at trs underscore podcast underscore and it goes the same for twitter so there's lots of random sister goodness going around make sure to check it out and until then stay real stay random <laughs>